Hi, this is David Flowers, Senior Pastor at Grantham Church, an intergenerational convergent third-way congregation with the Brethren in Christ U.S. and located in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast and for following the sermons that I and many others preach at Grantham. This is a free podcast and it'll always be that way, but if you'd like to give and help further the work we're doing for the kingdom, we'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to do that, you can do that by going to granthamchurch.org and clicking on the giving tab. Whether you're a member of our church or you're listening as a parishioner, it's our greatest desire that you would encounter Jesus and be changed by the good news wherever you are. Anyway, God bless you, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Well, there is a Christmas story. Maybe you've heard about this, about a little boy who wanted to be Joseph in the Nativity play. He didn't get the part of Joseph, but he did land the part of the innkeeper. He was disappointed. So the night of the performance, he decided to change the story. The story, as told, caused Joseph to inquire about a place for him and Mary. The crowd anticipated the innkeeper would say, there's no room in the inn, right? Our little boy changed the story that night. He said, sure, I've got the best room in the inn. You can have mine. This changed the whole story. And of course, as you did, everybody laughed. And when his parents got home that night, they asked him, why did you change the story? He told them what he had learned about being a Christian. We're supposed to be hospitable and kind to others, especially to those in need. And since no one knows the day nor the hour that the Son of God will return, then we ought to be ready to give him our best, to lean not on our own understanding, and in all our ways trust that God will direct our paths. And so that's what he did. Earlier we heard the story from Luke chapter 2. And I'm not going to read that again for you. But this Christmas Eve, as we reflect on this ancient but true story of Christ coming in a most unexpected way, I simply want to encourage us to, you know, allow this story to wash over us afresh. God can help us for that to happen. So that God's light would shine in our hearts and the hope of Christ coming, first in a manger, and again in the near future when he comes on the clouds of divinity. It will inspire us to press on, to live as faithful witnesses to his glory, and to be like that child in the nativity play who had eyes to see and hear, ears to hear the good news about who God is, what God has done, and how he has called us to live. Amen? So think back to what we heard from Luke chapter 2 and listen for God's invitation to us this evening, that we would make room. The invitation, number one, to make room for him in the weariness, knowing full well, well that we are broken and not as we should be, as well as the world is broken and not as it should be. But we nevertheless make room. We make room for our weariness, for Christ to come in our weariness. Number two, we make room for others, whether it's a family member or a friend or a complete stranger at uh, the family gathering. Don't you love it when that happens? (laughs) 
We make room. We make room to give and also to receive a blessing. This is what we're called to. This is what we remember in Christmas. Also the invitation, lastly, to make room for joy and the thrill of hope. Let me recognize that phrase, the thrill of hope. It's the phrase that's used in the well-known Christmas carol, O Holy Night. A thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices. You know, in order for us to experience that thrill of hope, we've got to make room in our hearts and our lives for Jesus. For the light of His coming. To break through into our darkness. And to empower us to rejoice in a weary world. And so our task this Christmas church is to make room. Amid a world that is weary from grief, from war, from a a recent pandemic we'd all like to forget about, to political strife, to corporate greed, to our own personal failings and other existential threats, we make room to rejoice that Emmanuel has come, that God is with us. This God who looks like Jesus will not abandon us. He won't abandon us. He's not going to let the forces of evil and darkness overcome us. Amen? This is the truth of the gospel, which we remember this evening. And although the weariness is all around us, we certainly can't forget about it or pretend that it's not there. Our rejoicing happens when we encounter this God with us as we have already encountered this evening. And it wasn't just the organ. (laughs) That was great. It wasn't just the other musicians on the stage or any of the readings. It's the Holy Spirit at work among us. God, help us to, to see that, to know that this is the presence of God with us. And so when we change the story as it might seem to be, as that child did, and we make room for God to come, for community and belonging, for including the outsider, to be surprised by joy, and give space for God to do these things. We will know that Emmanuel, God, is with us. And as the boy reminded his parents after Nativity play, we're called to kindness to making room for God and for others. For no one knows the day nor the hour of the Lord's second advent. So let's not lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways, trust in God to direct our paths in the way of Jesus. Offering God our best by making room for others. For the room we make will allow a weary world to rejoice. This is the truth of the gospel. The question for us tonight is, will we make room for him in this weary world this Christmas Eve? Let's pray and then we'll sing this song together. Father, we recognize that your Holy Spirit has been present with us this evening. And we ask you, Lord, to come into our hearts 
Show us the ways in which we need to make room for others. Lord, just as we read in Luke 2 and how they made room, and yet welcomed you in the midst of a weary world, help us to do the same. Holy Spirit, empower us to be your people who believes in Emmanuel. God with us. And Lord, we will go and we will tell others about what you have done. That there is comfort and joy. That there is peace and forgiveness, mercy and grace. That there is hope in Jesus Christ. For it's in his name that we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen.